Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I know that our next guest, Marty Snyder, is excited for what the Bone Man is up to today. All show, I'm, I'm, I'm picking my favorite driver out of a hat, and I'm eliminating options as we go along. It's a lot. It's tense. Flounder's excited. I just lost Truex, Bell, and Denny Hamlin during the last. You just break. lost all of all of the Gibbs drivers. Joe Gibbs race just rolled out so on you in one break. There's some names back. I could be rooting for a driver that uh, might not be in every race. I can't. Year. No, I can't wait to see who your driver for 2024 ends and up Matt's being. Choice is still in this thing. Oh, right now. I want to choose it. I want to choose it. All right, let's bring in uh, our next guest, Daytona. Daytona going to be a big part of this weekend. Love the duels last night. Can't wait for the 500. And uh, our next guest from NBC, Marty Snyder, joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Marty Marty, happy new year, man. Hello. What's going on? How you been? Happy new year. How are you guys? Uh, you know, Bones, work with me here on, on Mac. The yeah. men of scoot thing should have been gone a long time ago. I mean, I, I'm my whole thing when it comes to a draft, Hornets or Panthers, I kind of go the opposite of whatever Mac says. Because <laughs> I remember our decades of friendship. I remember Mac saying, we got to draft C.J. Henderson when the draft was coming around for the Panthers that year. He's going to be a great tackler. He's terrible. And we still got him on our team now. So go the opposite way of what Max says for draft. It's a good way to do it. Marty just working in the shadows to rip Mac. I know. Marty, I'm I'm so excited to talk to Marty. It's been a while. And Marty just comes in and drops a hammer on me. Basically bumped you into the wall. You know that. The love is mutual. And he didn't lie. He did not tell a lie. I've had some uh, draft analysis issues, all right, over the years. (laughs) And I am happy to be wrong on the whole scoop or anything. Very happy to be wrong. All right, Marty. The duels last night I, I i mean as always at daytona you know that last lap's gonna deliver but i i thought last night was good racing both of them had great finishes i i kind of i don't i want to know what you think but i kind of watched last night and thought man we're gonna have a heck of a 500 did you too or, or what how are you feeling yeah so here's what i think i think the 500 is going to be very unpredictable so you got what you have to realize is you have two new manufacturers that have brand new cars Toyota and Ford have, have brand-new cars. And every driver I've talked to down here in Daytona has been saying, it's just going to take us a while to understand how these cars work, how they work in the draft, how they, you know, draft with other cars, how I can push someone. And they learned a lot of that last night, and some of that in not a good way. As you saw in that second duel, the big wreck with Ryan Blaney just taking a massive hit um, and several cars destroyed, several teams going to back up cars. So, you know, that'll take a lot of car, a lot of cars out of practice today. So I, I think, yes, the, the race is going to be very unpredictable. How do you make these moves? How do you time these moves? All of that's going to be key for Sunday. And I think there's going to be several times where people will just misjudge it like they did last night. And you look at the names that were involved in that crash last night. I mean, it was Blaney. It was Kyle Busch. It was William Byron. It wasn't people who don't know what they're doing. It wasn't drivers who don't understand things. It's just people feeling out the cars. And, and that was literally a situation. It was kind of no one's fault. It just happened at a bad time and a bad spot. And they just caught Ryan Blaney out. 
who was honestly an, an innocent victim and took the hardest hit. Marty Snyder, now a fan favorite on the text line as people send in Mac bad takes over the years. I mean, uh, and we're not, and we're not, you don't know, we, him, don't, we don't condone that. 704-570-9610. And Marty, what's the, what's the weather situation looking like for Sunday? Is this thing going to get in or is it going to be a one that may get moved here along the way? That is what everybody's talking about, Bone, and, and it's not looking good, to be honest with you. Uh, tomorrow it's supposed to rain all day here in Daytona. We're supposed to have sunny skies today and it's kind of cloudy this morning honestly um but it's supposed to rain saturday it's supposed to rain sunday so i don't know what's going to happen nascar can't catch a break you remember the la coliseum two weeks ago they had to move the race up a day i don't really have that advantage or that that in their playbook this week you just can't move it up and then it's good it's going to rain tomorrow more than that might on sunday so so i don't know i i keep um i keep hoping it'll look better but it actually keeps looking worse for sunday so it could indeed be a, a Monday Daytona 500, and uh, you know the next race is close. It's Atlanta, so that's good. There's no West Coast swing this year. That helps out a little bit, but it's certainly not going to help the ratings for our, our friends at Fox if that's the case. Yeah, that stinks, man. Especially for the 500. I mean, Monday races are kind of a bummer, you know, because you're sitting around Sunday yeah. ready for. But the 500, when it does have to be moved, just doesn't feel right. And Mac is out Monday. It's Flounder and I doing the show. There's no. Football. Oh, that's right. I'm off. Although I could, yeah, I've got an off day. I could watch the 500. There's no, nice and there's easy. no football. <laughs> there's no Hornets games to recap. What we have to work with is Daytona. Please, God, get this race in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Marty. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about this season in general before we kind of get back to you know your thoughts on the 500 specifically you mentioned the the new cars that the toyotas and the fords have and toyota was an interesting story because they didn't look like they had speed and then last night in race trim it looked looked like hey they're going to be able to compete uh for the season line storylines what are a few of the storylines that you think fans out there listening whether they're diehard or casual what are going to be some of the biggest storylines that are going to be followed throughout the season in your opinion I think one of the big things is, you know, the the rebound, what is, is expected to be a rebound for Chase Elliott. You know, obviously had a rough year last year, had the broken leg, had the penalty as well, didn't make the playoffs. All those things were, you know, things you, you know, you wouldn't expect. Even with missing a, a few races, you still kind of expected, well, when's Chase Elliott going to win and put himself in the playoffs? And that, that never happened. And so I think the recovery for Chase Elliott, how does he look? I mean, to me also – you know, Kyle Larson left so much on the table last year. They had eight DNFs. I mean, that's a team that should have won 10 races. And then you throw into the middle of this, you know, what, what should be a better season for Kyle Larson. They can just kind of clean some things up. He's got the Indy 500 in the middle of that. He's going to run the Indy 500 this year in the month of May. And that is not, you know, let's go run a sprint car race on Saturday night thing. That is a full-on commitment that's going to be hard on him. I mean, that's a lot of practice. A lot of time at the track. It's, there's an open test in April that people don't think about that he's got to go do. I mean, there's a lot that he'll have to do to run the Indianapolis 500. But I think he's going to be a lot better in that race than, than people think. I think he's going to surprise some people. And then I think the, the playbook that Team Penske has shown everyone the last three years. You know, everybody comes into the NASCAR season thinking, you got to win, you got to win, you got to win. Well, Team Penske has shown everyone, you got to win at the right time. Joey Logano in 2022, I mean, he, they, they weren't great at all during the year. And then they show up, they kind of find some momentum in the, in the fall, which is the really important time, and then they go win the championship. Ryan Blaney, same thing. They weren't that great during the year. They find the momentum. They go to Phoenix, they win the championship. So I think getting hot at the right time, kind of a, the teams have, 
you know, you, yes, you need to win during the season, but you need to win at the right time. And that's what teams have really started to focus on is that playoff run. How do you get better for that? And how do you specifically get better at Phoenix? Marty, do you have a driver or two you think is poised for a breakout year that's kind of under the radar a little bit right now? I think Ty Gibbs, in my opinion. I think he is going to win some races. I think he's going to surprise some people. Uh, he, he's a driver who was just on the cusp of you know, being there. He ran well at so many tracks. And his late father, Coy, a, a very dear friend of mine, used to say it takes 100 races. It takes 100 races in the Cup mm-hmm. Series to really see what you have. And I think Ty's, you know, going to be not, not there quite this year, but close to that. But I think, you know, I think Ty Gibbs is really going to impress some people this year. And I think there's a couple of drivers balling that are really on the hot seat that have to show something this year. Daniel Suarez has to show something. He has to show that he belongs in the Cup Series. I think you're looking at Harrison Burton, who drives for the Wood Brothers, which is a Team Penske affiliate. And I think also Austin Sendrick at Team Penske. They have to show, hey, we can run up front. We can contend for wins. I think the pressure's on those three drivers this year to prove, hey, I deserve to be in the Cup Series. All right, Marty, let's talk about the six uh, the 600. What the heck? How many months have I moved ahead? Well, wow, that, uh, that rain really, really caused a lot of problems here. We're all the way into May now. It's been raining down there in Daytona. All right, um, let's focus on the 500. Based on what's going on this week, based on what you saw last night, I mean, do you have, you know, a particular, you know, group of cars, you know, a team, or maybe it's a couple of drivers? Like, who do you think, hey, they're definitely going to be a factor on Sunday? Well, I, I too, like you, was really shocked at how well the Toyotas ran. I, I thought with the lack of speed they had in qualifying, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a, a big race for them. And they immediately proved, hey, we, we can race fine. Um, and, and you don't know, like, what, what the manufacturers built into the car. Like, they... they they could show up at, at later in the year and or in a couple of weeks at Las Vegas and be great, and that's where that's really where the bread's buttered, right? At the mile and a half tracks and places like that. So I think the Toyotas are going to be really good. So that means to me, Denny Hamlin. I think he's you know top three or four, you know, restrictor plate drivers, and and if you give him something that he can work with, then I think he's going to be fantastic. So I think Denny Hamlin's going to be tough. I think Brad Keselowski, I think, you know, Bone asked about who's a breakout driver this year. I think it's weird to say a champion's going to be a breakout driver, but I think Brad Keselowski's going to have a huge year this year. You know, his teammate, uh, the car he owns, Chris Buescher, won three races last year. I could see Keselowski easily winning three races this year. And to me, that could start Sunday in the Daytona 500 or Monday in the Daytona 500. I think Brad's going to be very good. He's so savvy now at these uh, at these plate races. Now, he may not run up front all day long. Brad, late in his career, has really taken an affinity to kind of riding in the back, saving his car, but then really being a factor at the end of these races. And I, I think he may wind up doing that, but I think he's going to be a factor on Sunday as well. I'd love to see him have a big year. I, lo- I, lo- I love me some Brad Keselowski. All right, Marty, we love some Marty Snyder here as well, even with your cheap <laughs> shot. Even with the cheap shot that Marty came on the radio with. Marty, appreciate uh, you guys, man. We're certainly looking forward to the season, to y'all's. Uh, half of the season uh, as well. Um, uh, thanks as always, man. Good to catch up with you. Yeah, good hearing from you guys as well. Shower, shave, and sh- share your mornings with Mac and Bone. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. The official home of the Charlotte Sports Fan.